Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, Chris. Hey, Sam. How you doing? I'm good. This is number eleven. Eleven? Crazy. Legs eleven. Legs eleven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, oh, as I was saying last week... <laughs> you didn't say much last week. You just got rather excited at the end and I cut you off. Yeah, you did. You cut me off. And what I wanted to say was a big shout-out to um, po- Pocket Casts, get it right, Yeah. Um, my, my new podcast software. So um, it's, it's made by Shifty Jelly. Yeah, I love that name. It's, um, yes, it's awesome. Mate. I know that, that's, that, that that actually just appeals to me. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why, but Shifty Jelly, it's yeah. just cool. Yeah. It just sounds good. Anyway, um, I had mentioned before that um, we got a really cool email from Pocket yes, Cast when we, we did. When, we, when we got on there. So yeah, that um, was good. I had been having a few little problems with Stitcher. Um, now I love Stitcher. I've had Stitcher for for ages. It's really yeah, been yeah. my my podcast thing. But the app's been playing up on my phone. It'll cut off halfway through. Yep. Then when you turn it back on, it's on a different podcast. And then you got to try and find where you're at, and you can't just you know jump forward in twenty second lots. And oh my god, it just drove me insane. So I spent money, which is yeah. not something I do with yeah. apps really. And I got the uh, Pocket Cast with Shifty Jelly, and I got a yeah. Shout out to them, man. That is yep. a good product. That is it's, awesome. It is. I love it. I, I went through, I binge listened to um, Startup. Startup. That was a brilliant, brilliant um, podcast. If you haven't listened to I it, think I it's, highly recommend it. I think it. it's startupthepodcast.com. If not, uh, we'll put, I'll put show links down below for what yeah, that is. It's yeah. really cool. And because it's Gimlet Media. Com. It is Gimlet Media. That's what they came up with. Yeah, yeah. So if you go to gimletmedia.com, I believe, they'll be able to find yeah, startup podcasts yeah. from there. But yeah, definitely worth listening to, um, except maybe you shouldn't listen to it because it makes us sound way more amateur. No. Because <laughs> that guy, that is awesome. But what, I wonder, but what I will say to what you just said, go listen to some other podcasts that are being made in New Zealand right now. Go on. You see how well they sound. Yeah. Um, and we love you all, honest. We, we do, we do. <laughs> but no, we, we, we do, we're doing our best. And when I say we, I really mean Sam, because Sam does all the editing. Uh, he really sorts out the, um, the, someone the, has to. the sound engineering stuff. And uh, yeah, and he pretty much owns all the equipment. Uh, I don't even own the sofas we're sitting on, actually. <laughs> the main thing is, Chris turns up at his own house, like he just has to walk down the stairs and he sits here and records the podcast with me. And Excellent. Then, and then Sam goes home, edits it, uploads it, does all the oh, stuff. I have no idea yeah, don't, about don't how about all that. that works. Don't worry about that. It's magic. Yeah. It's magic. It's the magic that Sam has. It's pretty good. I'm liking the podcasting thing. It's. it's oh, I, I look forward to it. I look yeah, forward to yeah. us getting together and having a chat and stuff. And um, I just yeah, wish I really those bloody it. arms would turn up from China. <laughs> I've got, a, we're getting these uh, scissor sort of arms that mount to the desk so we can have the microphone if, if easier. If you think of um, those old school desk lamps that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, move yeah. around, yeah. 
it's that with a microphone on the end of it. And that means we can actually sit properly and have the microphone in front of our face. I've given up sitting on the edge of this couch, um, and now I'm holding my microphone, which I, you're I don't doing think an is amazing, ideal. But no, you're doing an amazing job because I can't hear random sounds at the moment. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's a hell of a lot more comfortable. <laughs> so that's what we're waiting on. Uh, that'll be really good. Yes, yes. But otherwise, how has things been going for you, Sam? Pretty good. I ended up going with the Pippins group, which is like... Girl, oh, girl, oh, that's like girl guides, little, yeah. little girl guides. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, my daughter's six, so she goes to Pippins, then they go to Brownies, then they go to girl guides. So it was their last night, the other night, for the year, and we ended up going to... Extreme Edge, I think is what it's called. I just had to yeah, think yeah, about yeah. that. Extreme Edge indoor rock climbing. It was really cool. Although when we turned up, the comment my daughter said to me was, oh man, it's not even real. So from that, I think she thought she was going to actually be climbing an actual rock face somewhere. <laughs> and uh, But she must have had it fun when she got onto it. Oh, it's, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it's just really cool because they are all self uh, I can't remember what the term is. They um, they hook themselves. You hook the kid on, and they climb, and then when they get to the top, uh, they just jump off, and it sort of lowers them down slowly. It's all, it's automatic. It's automatic. They don't have a belay person anymore. Not for the kids. For adults, you have to have the belay person. All oh, right. But for the kids, because there's like twenty five walls that the kids can climb. Right. Because I, I went to it. Um, it's probably 12 years ago, so this is a long time ago. Um, I was going out with a, a, a woman that had um, four kids, and we went with the kids, and I loved climbing the walls and playing all over the place, and um, yeah, she just watched us. Hey, that's awesome. So all the walls are themed, and if you scroll through, you can see the photos. And my daughter's favorite one, and the first one she went on, and she got a bit stuck at the top, was the Tetris wall. Oh, I see the Tetris wall. And she yeah. just goes, I love the block wall. And she went up it about seven times, and she just kept trying and trying and trying. And it was so awesome to see her. She just, because she'd jump off, and she'd go, I had to jump off because my hands were hurting a little bit, but I have to keep going. I've got to, <laughs> I, I've got to get to the top. Yeah. She just honestly wasn't tall enough to do the very last like leg extension. Ah, right. Okay. That looks awesome. It was, and I think it's a great confidence builder for kids. You know, it's, yeah, it was really good. And the instructor, he, it was really funny because when you're in the Pippins slash Girl Guides and you help them out, you've got all these kids, like thirty up to thirty kids, all screaming and yelling, and they're very noisy. And do you know how you make them all quiet? You just raise your hand, and that's the sign. And they all put their hands up and they all shut up. So this guy was trying to talk to them, and I said to him, "Dude, just put your hand up in the air." And he went, what? And he did it, and they all just stopped and looked, and he goes, that's awesome. The power. I yeah. wish I could do that. I couldn't do that as a trainer in a corporate no. when um, when I'm dealing with adults. But they know they know that's the rule, so they're, they're so used to it. You can do it yeah. anywhere, and they all just stop and put their hand up. But the really cool thing that the instructor said, which was really good, he said, look, uh, make them climb just a little bit and then get them to jump off so they understand how they come down slowly. Because yeah. if you make them climb to the top, they'll freak out and, and they won't come be, down. And they'll be stuck there like a cat up a yeah. tree. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, if you can, see if you can put a couple of those photos on the show notes, e- yeah, even yeah. the ones without your daughter. In yeah, there. yeah. yeah. In, no, no, I've got, I've got some good ones. Yeah, so that'd be, that'd be cool. Because those um, themed walls are 
King Kong one looks good. It looks like it'd be pretty the, easy. But the King Kong one's really cool because it's two people side by side, and they oh, can right. race. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And and but on the other side where the adults were, because you imagine one person that worked there trying to put thirty harnesses on all these kids. So it took a while. Man, there were some uh, extremely fit-looking females. <laughs> Is that what I want to say? But they were doing some amazing rock climbing. Like, at one point, she's upside down, and then her legs let go, and she's just holding by her hands, and then she somehow flipped back around, and I was just like, what? I know. I um, The first time I ever went to one of these, and this is probably 15, maybe more years ago, Yeah, and it was a, it was in Auckland somewhere, yeah. and it was a cinema, an old cinema oh, that wow. they'd made into rock climbing. Yeah. And in the middle of the cinema, now you know what sort of size I'm talking about with cinema. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the cinema, in the ceiling, is a bell. Yeah. And this guy went up, and he crawls across the ceiling, yeah. rings the bell, goes to the wall, touches the wall, runs across, rings the bell, goes back to the wall, Whoa. and somebody goes, he's going for the record. Yeah. And the record is like 13 times ringing the bell or something. And it was insane. It's probably it's, more now, eh? Well, it probably yeah. is now. I mean, like it's 15 years ago, but it was just like, yeah. how is he clinging to the ceiling? I know. That is unnatural. You know, he kept stopping and shaking his arms out yeah. and stuff. And One of the funny things my daughter said was, because she had her little harness on and she's watching the people and she said to me, what's in the bag behind them that they keep putting their hand in? And I said, oh, it's basically chalk powder. So their hands don't get sweaty and they can grip the rocks. She goes, that's cool. When do they attach the bag to the back of our harnesses? And I said, I don't think you need them. She's like, oh. She's a little bit disappointed in that. <laughs> well, she's uh, she's paying attention and she's uh, being yeah, observant, hey. which is all I know. good. It's crazy. No, it's cool. So what else is new? I, I, I was going to mention something, actually. Um, Tony Robbins' book launch. Have you seen it everywhere? No, I haven't. I've heard it on one podcast and that's it. I don't think I'm hanging around in the same sort of circle slash website oh as you Oh my God, because I've heard it on four or five podcasts. Oh. He's been a guest on Lewis Howes, Tim Ferriss, the I Love Marketing. Actually, just out of interest, um, Joe Polish behind I Love Marketing is the mind, mastermind behind Tony Robbins' book launch. Ah, okay. And that's why he's got all those other people yeah, in there. Yeah. Um, cuz they all have podcasts of their own as well. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah. they will all be doing it. It's been um in all these different groups that I've been on online and stuff. It was just everywhere. Yeah. So I, I bought it and I was having a look. Did you um, buy it locally or I, overseas I bought it or off Amazon on yeah, my yeah. Kindle. Um Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was a pre thing you could order and hard cover book and I almost did it cuz you know, it's just cost of shipping, so it would cost 20 bucks. I don't know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I ended up going, uh, I'll just get it on Kindle because I know I'll read it on Kindle. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I love my Kindle. So, um, yeah, so I got it. I, I'm only, I'm not even halfway through, actually, and I've been sidetracked by doing so many other things recently. But it, the book's really good. It's really, really cool. Um, I, I've got his previous books, and his I'll, last I'll, book was 20 years ago that he wrote. Yeah, so... Tony Robbins is the big motivational speaker guy that you see on the TV all the time, running down, high-fiving everyone. I just want to say that this book is money, 
Is that right? All money, about, master the game. Yeah, all about money. And I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, the gist of it is he hung out with a lot of people that are experts with money or have had success. Yep. Over a, it was quite a long period, eh? Oh, yeah, no, he's got he's got people that have been, that are the top of the game in the, in the yeah. money industry, if and, you like. And, and he's written this book to try and teach you their secrets? Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, he's got a big story about how um, he watched the financial crisis and all this. Uh, he watched, a, actually, I must look it up. It's a uh, documentary about the, the crisis. And he said it would do two things for people. Either they would see that and they'd just be in absolute despair about how bad that has been and how badly people screwed it up. Or they'd be like him, totally annoyed, pissed off, basically. Yeah, And he went we've got to do something about this. We can't have this going on, you know. It's because the the people that made this happen through being greedy or whatever, their punishment was they got a lot of money off the tax to, yeah, yeah, taxpayers yeah. Uh, and yeah. gave it back to them and said, fix it. Yeah. Do more of what you were doing. Like, it's just crazy. So so he said he, he knew people and, you know, he's uh, well-connected, obviously. And so he um, got into all these different financial groups and fund managers and all the rest of it. But there's some amazing things in there. Like, and I used to sell superannuation funds for Prudential years and years and years ago. Yeah. And I knew the fees were pretty high because yeah, yeah. we did a um, zero fees for staff. Right? Oh, wow. So I got one of those. But, you know, every percentage. So if, if you and I started off with the same amount of money, whether yep. it's 100000 or a million or whatever, we yep. threw it in there. It got the same rate of return. But your fees were 3%. My fees were 1%. Yeah. The difference is I'd have 60% more money than you at the end. It's crazy. It's insane. So anyways, it's a really good book. So I um, I thought I'd, I'd mention it, but I was I was just as interested in the way it's launched. It's just gone everywhere. And he's really selling it through social media, I think. So... Because the, the trick with these launches is to build the hype so much before that day, eh? Oh, yeah, totally. And you've got to give away information. And, you know, that content and information is what Tony Robbins has been about his whole career. And, yeah, yeah I, I know quite a bit about the Tony Robbins stuff. I've been through a lot of stuff, listened to his courses and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's good to see him back. Very good. What else? Oh, and oh, there was one quote out of the book. I got yes, to say, sorry, I, I knew loved. there was something else. Yeah, Louis Louis Agassiz is um, is quoted. So Tony Robbins always puts quotes at the beginning of chapters and all that sort of stuff through the text. There's one is I love this. It was like I can't afford to waste my time making money, and that resonated with me so much. I'm like, oh, I've got to go to work to make money to pay the bills. But I have so much important stuff like this podcast, for example, yeah. that I need to get done, like um, the book we're working on, the film stuff we're working on, none of which is I expect to make any money from, no, to be honest. No, But it's like, you know, that's the a- stuff that actu- actually lasts. Actually, though. a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about if people love their job, Yep, if you remember that, and I thought of a quote, and I know what category we fit in, and it's, are you working to live or are you living to work yeah so we're working to live yeah damn <laughs> how many people out there no no but that's the that's the better way to be because we're working the, the the gist of that is do you live just go to work no we don't no we work 
so we can do these other things like this podcast and film stuff and other non uh, non paying things. Hopefully yeah, they're going to uh, pay gotcha. at some point. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah. goes goes along that track. Yeah, that makes much more sense. And yeah, no, you're right. Um, that is the thing. Um, there's always things that I'm trying to do, and yes, I know I overdo it a little bit sometimes. But there you go. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah. You got to do everything you can while you're alive. And That's as you right. get older, you realize the time's getting shorter. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, are you much of a coffee drinker? I am. I um, don't haven't been drinking as much these days. Um, but yes, I well, definitely I'll, notice it if I miss a. Uh, oh really? I I just I don't I don't like coffee. That people always say, "Can I offer you a coffee?" Or would you? I like no. And I, was, I don't drink. Actually, I hardly drink hot drinks, to be honest. Yeah, well, see, I don't like, um, I don't really like instant coffee. No, no, no. I, I, I understand uh, that, yeah, and yeah, I understand that. roasted and all that. Tr- so, trim lattes. So, you'd be, you'd be on the bullet, you'd be keen to get a bulletproof coffee, eh? What on earth is a bulletproof coffee? It's the latest craze in the coffee world to hit New Zealand. And if you read the comments, we're about two to three years behind everyone else. So, what do you oh, no, what do you think's in a bulletproof coffee? Kevlar. <laughs> I don't know. That, that'd be hard to swallow. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Um, I have no idea. It's a bulletproof okay. coffee. It's a strong espresso with coconut oil, unsalted butter, and a hint of natural vanilla. How's that? How's that strike you? I am going to go to Urge tomorrow, and I am going to ask if they do a bulletproof coffee. Actually, what's tomorrow? Friday. Maybe I won't make it tomorrow but actually yeah go and ask wherever you go get your normal coffee from yeah and uh it'd be interesting oh no i could i i know the guys at urge quite well and i could go in and say do you make bulletproof coffee no here's the recipe you need to start making it and they will yeah just tell them to check out the stuff article yeah yeah so apparently if you're uh very fit it's reasonably good for you like it's okay but a lot of people are saying it's not that healthy due to the butter and coconut oil and other bits and pieces. So no, it's not like coffee's really healthy to begin with, to be no, honest with you, no. you know. So anyway, uh check out the article on stuff. I'll link to it in the show notes. And check out some of the funny hundred and twenty five comments below. People are arguing for and against it and uh it's really good. Actually so talking talk- about um comments, are yeah. we gonna talk about the same thing? Have you seen the Does New Zealand have a garden? No, I, really? Oh no, I know what I, I understand what that is. My real quick thing was the comment system on stuffs uh, is uh, run by a big multi-international company, yeah. and they got hacked. Did you know that the other day? No, no, no. And no. they had to shut down all the comments on like all these websites. So pretty much every news website uses this company, and stuff was affected, and now they're all back up online. All right, but on Reddit, yes, on Reddit there was uh, uh, somebody went. I know you're going to make fun of. And please, it was in please the, don't abuse me or something. And it was in the uh, New Zealand New subreddit. Zealand subreddit yeah. yeah, I'm going to find and it. And basically, um, yeah. And he said, "But is it true that it's illegal to have a garden in New Zealand?" And then all these smart-ass New Zealanders were like, yeah. "Don't talk about that." Da 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 da. And it was so. It is actually quite funny. I and, and how everyone went through the. Um, the the great oh, I can't even remember it. It's a couple of days ago since I read it. But I'm just trying to find it. So funny. Here we go. You can can you link to it in the show notes? 
Yeah, yeah, you can link to If it. you want to waste some time, and I am talking about some serious time because I never got to the end of it. Like, I spent, I think, an hour reading that thing and I didn't finish it. No, but that's what that's what you end up doing on Reddit. You just start reading all that's these comments. That's why I don't go on Reddit. I <laughs> know. Oh, but Reddit is where Sam gets all his information before everybody else. Yeah. It's yeah. If you if you want to keep up and be on the ball with most stuff that's happening anywhere, go to Reddit and pick a few good subreddits, and then two days later you'll see it on the news, and the next day you'll see it on stuff, and that's all they seem to be doing. Yeah, yep. Oh, and Truebridge, that was a big thing. So um, I'm looking. His... I'm looking blankly at him <laughs> as he's telling me this. What's his first name? Daniel. I can't oh, remember. Yes, I was going to talk to you about this. The free diver. The free diver. So he's going to break the, the world record. Um, he had I the want, world record what, at 101 metres. What do you... Tell me what you think about this. Go. Okay, so there's a couple of things. We were talking about it the other day at work. Um, yeah. And um, there's a documentary, and it wasn't that long ago, maybe five years ago. Oh, okay. And they were breaking the world record at 60 metres. Okay. And somebody said 100 metres will never happen. Uh, it's impossible. The human body won't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. So Truebridge is all... And, and, and in this doco, apparently somebody beat somebody else's record by a metre and yeah. sent them a metre-long piece of string yeah. as, a, as a, you know, ha-ha, this is how much I beat you by. Anyway... You know, Truebridge, um, there was a lot of hype. Yeah. Apparently, he failed to, in a training dive, failed to get to 93 metres earlier in the week. You are, Okay. You were telling me a whole bunch of information I don't know. Yeah. It's good. It's changing my opinion a little bit. Because he'd had a cold or something. I'm not quite sure what oh, it was. Okay. And that was why he was a bit iffy. But there was so much hype behind it with the because Steinlager was sponsoring it. Do you just it, and they find had that bizarre? Everywhere. I find it bizarre. That I found Steinlager that, was sponsoring it? Yeah, I find that really weird. I find the hype around it really weird. I yeah. I thought it was good that he was going for a world record and then when I realised it was his own record and he's already held 15 world records, I was just like, I don't care. Yeah. If he was trying to beat an Australian or an American, yeah, nah. It would have been good. Yeah. I, I think... My take on that, yeah. Uh, sorry, won't move. Yeah, <laughs> don't when I talk again. Uh, my take on that is that he needed sponsorship. Yeah, Steinlager sponsored him. Yeah, they put in one hell of a major media campaign because it was on. It the, was every. It was. It on was the, even the movies. It was at the cinema oh, on the trailers. It, it was on the billboard in Huntley. It was everywhere, yeah. and uh, you know, and. I actually feel sorry for him because if he did start feeling a bit sick beforehand, there's no stopping that media machine. No. You know? No, no. You can't just go, oh, I'm not going to do it today, guys. Yeah. Because so, they had it. I think they were talking about like three months ago. Exactly. Because it was broadcast so live on TV. if he was a bit ill, he would have had to go through with it. Did you? I and did. that's not the sh- sort of stuff that you take lightly. Like that is no. edge of existence stuff there. I found it weird that Oh, it was good that he had to grab the flag at the bottom of the rope, but I found it weird that he had to tie it to his ankle because I thought that would waste a few precious seconds, possibly. I think they have to do something but manipulative I think, at the bottom. That was the whole point. They have to do something that yeah. shows that they've cognizant and stuff. Um, Did and you hear about the random, uh, what he had to do to get the record? How they work it out? Because he, he, he was about to pass out 20 metres from the top, 
from the surface. Yeah. And he gave the head nod. That's what it said. He nodded. And that means the divers knew he was something was wrong. So he grabbed the rope and then they sort of brought him to the surface. Yeah. But to get the record, they have to come up out of the water, give a thumbs up, okay signal with their hand. They have to be asked if they're okay and then stay conscious for the next 30 minutes. Yeah. Then they can get the record. Yeah. It's crazy. Because it, if you, you come up and then you die... Yeah. Um, and you hold the record, then somebody else will go, fuck, I, I don't really need to live. I, I'll go and break that record. Oh. So, yeah, no, you, you, you've got to do um, these cognizant things. He, uh, he, was, he said to the media he'll probably have another attempt in six months. Yeah. But I think... I, I don't, don't know if he'll still have the sponsors. I don't think... Yeah, Steinlager will send him a 12-pack and say, good on you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately. But no, it is good on him. And it, it's good to shine the spotlight every now and again on those guys that are doing amazing things that most people don't know. Yeah. You, you have, know? you and have, it's a you have, that's doing you, a great you, thing. You have changed my opinion to a bit better today. Okay. All right. I was a bit, I was very against it. I just, I put, I put that on Twitter the other day and I had like, Oh, I had about seven people agree with me, and only one person was going on about how great it was. Yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong; I don't want to take away from it at all. I think it was probably the media side of it that I thought was crazy, as opposed yeah. to the actual uh, what he was doing. And that that is interesting because that media side of it, right? So, alcohol specifically yeah. has been squeezed you know yeah. it, they can't do it on the the films now and they can't do it on tv and they no. can't do all this it's but spo- they can do this sponsorship on a person and just put them supported by a steinlager or something i don't know how they got around it but they did yeah. obviously so um you know the, presumably they've got a a crap load of money marketing money that they haven't be, been able to spend in other ways and and so they just would, would they be able to easily work out their rate of return on that? I think they would get have some stats. I don't know how accurate they'd yeah, be, yeah, but there, there would be some stats that, that, oh. that, that they'd turn to. There's always metrics, but um, again, how accurate those metrics are. And, It'd and be interesting to see if Steinlager are slowly, uh, maybe even in New Zealand terms, become the red bull of sponsoring for these random things. Yeah, Because red bull's in everything. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I yeah, it, it's it's a good call because I know Steinlager did huge, huge things out out of the original, you know, America's Cup when America's Cup was down here. Yeah, like it was it was brand building. Are you upset they're going to Bermuda? Um, I'm I'm not upset upset about anything to no. do with America's Cup. I don't really care about no. it anymore. But they 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 one of the commentators is now saying that uh, I think Grant Dalton said something a bit random at the media conference and they've picked that to mean possibly the uh what's the word i want to say to find out if you're in the america's cup they might hold that in auckland yeah 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 the uh, the um challenges cup yeah challenges cup something yeah. like that so yeah they're, they're aiming to try and get the challenges cup in new zealand and that would be cool that would be a huge bonus for us it would team new zealand almost need that to happen because the government's not going to help fund Team New Zealand. Do you know how much they're looking for? For for I want to say three hundred odd. It's a hundred million dollars. Oh, I thought it was three hundred. The campaign, <coughs> campaign. But Stephen Joyce was, and I think rightly so, said 
look, we'll just look into it and we have to work yeah. out Actually, what the... you're right. It might be $100 million was what they want from the government. <laughs> oh, yes. That yes. might be it. That might I, be I'm it. not sure. But, um, but yeah, that's a ridiculous amount of money. And Did the you... only way it's going to be worthwhile for New Zealand is if a, a significant portion of it is, is here. Yeah. Did you We're hear... not a big com- country. Did we you hear about the, um, the, the, the negative spin on the Bermuda thing? Oh, what? There's only... 200, 200 hotel hotels. beds? No, oh, no, 200 beds. No, it's, it's 200 hotels with two... Th- uh, no, it's 2,000 beds, I thought they said. He said, oh, the thing I heard, and I'm sure it doesn't sound right, was 200 beds. <laughs> I'm sure it must be more. Yeah, no, I think it was 2,000 beds. Yeah, that makes way but, more sense. Um, but even so, that's that's not a lot. You know, that's enough for the cast and crew and the, the, the trainers and the engineers. And the, there's no spectators there. Like, No. That's crazy. It's, it'll be interesting. They're slightly smaller boats. But they were saying they were going to put um, cruise liners would just dock off there and you'd have... Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that would be... It'd be good. Good for the cruise line industry. Oh, because they need all the money they can get. Because, you know, they're... A, you know, they're releasing these massive boats that just travel around the world nonstop. But uh, you know, there would be. I mean, if if you're going to watch America's Cup, doing it from a cruise, man, yeah, cruise it'd be line, good. That'd be pretty that'd cool, be actually. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, I'm not overly fussed about America's Cup anymore. <laughs> it's like uh, we had yeah, that. We had that. that, that op- we had that amazing opportunity. We won it once, didn't we? So back in the day, sort of. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I think. and we should have won it. Oh, what about? New Zealand soccer's big plan to uh, remarket oh. soccer to be the game of New Zealanders. Oh, is that what they're going to do? Oh, not exactly, but it's something like that. And oh. so, all we've got to do is start winning games and maybe you know get into a World Cup and win the World Cup, and and it will be, dude. If we win the World Cup in soccer, I can guarantee you there will be a lot of support from New Zealanders for a long time coming. The chance of that actually happening, if that's your plan. Um, you need yeah. to look at the plan. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck with all that. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I, I've got nothing really against soccer, but it's yeah, it's got to be, I don't know, they've got to spice that up quite a bit. It's just not very exciting. No, no. You don't care either? No, I'm just getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Lydia Co has done so well for golf. Yeah, and in New Zealand, so I love how they randomly find some more Asian kids that are younger than her that they found in Auckland that seem to be the next thing. Have you seen well, that? No, I haven't. Like, but oh, I'm not found... surprised. So oh, golf yeah. is a, a huge thing in Asia, but it's so expensive. That's where they play in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. It was you that told me about that. Yeah, um, somebody told me about that, and I think it was you. Yeah. So they, you know. It's, they run the golf courses twenty four hours a day because there's yeah. so many people, so yeah. few golf courses, and you know. And I think we've got, I think per population, we've got the most golf courses of anywhere in the world. Pro- yeah. Quite because pro- they're everywhere. People just yeah. they're in paddocks and they're sheep wandering around. So we do. We have a lot of Asian people uh, <coughs> immigrating to New Zealand, which is cool. Yeah. And so they want to play golf, and it's a big status symbol. You know, they can go back and go, "Oh, my kids play golf." You know, when yeah. they I probably don't say it like that, but um, when they send it back to um, to, to China so, or or Japan or wherever, Korea or, or any of the Asian countries, it's it's quite a, a set of symbols. So I'm not surprised that there's a lot of young Asian. Golf oh, I think players, I think golfers. just young people in general. I don't know. It's because golf has never been something that 
you know, it's not something in my family, right? So no, I never yeah, knew anybody when I was a kid that played golf. Like, really? Yeah, you could say that with lots of different things, though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I always, always thought of golf as an older person's sport growing up. You know, like tennis was a younger person's sport. Golf yeah. was an old person's sport. Yeah. You know, nah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so that's probably it for us for today. Yeah. Another one that went really quickly. I know. We're just getting too good at this sort of thing. Yeah, well, hopefully but, uh, but, hopefully you guys are finding it interesting out there. But make sure to drop us a line, Facebook yes. page, Twitter, or on the website. Share it with anyone that might be keen to have a listen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we got some exciting things coming we, up. <laughs> we yes. do. We can't say anything. Ah, oh, yes, I know. But, um, yeah, so uh, do keep in touch and do check out those websites and the, the social media places. So, from me, I'm signing off. Yep. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. And I'm Chris. And this has been the Chris and Sam podcast, episode number 11. See you. See ya. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.